0: Somewhere my 17-year-old self is absolutely dying at the phenomenal guest I have on the show today, Lo Bosworth, who I met when we were both in high school in the mid 2000s, except I was in Kansas and she was starring on MTV's Laguna Beach, is here today and we are talking wellness. So Lo was always my favorite cast member on Laguna Beach and the Hills, which, by the way, is having a resurgence on Netflix. So go check that out after listening to this interview. But like all of us, Lo has come a long way since the 2000s. She's now the founder and CEO of the total body care brand, Love Wellness, which responded to the call for personal care products driven by body positivity, clean ingredients, and holistic wellness. She launched her company in 2016 and has expanded it to include vaginal health, gut health, and ingestible beauty. Lowe is a graduate of UCLA and the French Culinary Institute and has now released this truly life-changing, and I don't say that lightly, book about wellness called Love Yourself Well, An Empowering Wellness Guide to Supporting Your Gut, Brain, and Vagina, which is out December 27th. Now, if you have a problem with the word vagina, we're going to have to move past that because we're going to be talking about it quite a bit in this episode. And you know what? That's okay. Okay. Half of the population roughly has one, and it's nothing to be ashamed about. I am so excited for you to listen in on this conversation. I truly, truly loved this chat. Take a listen. Welcome to the show, Lo. I told you offline that I feel like I've known you for half of my life. You do not know me. I adore you, and I'm so thrilled that you're here with me today.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Rachel, for having me. I'm really, really excited. The whole team
0: loves your, loves your show. Oh, thank (laughs) you. Gosh, I'm going to just faint and die and fall over right now. That's amazing. But I know it's an honor. It's an honor. Thank you for having me. Well, it's my honor. And I just told you that I'm on a huge health journey right now and will be for the foreseeable future. And this book came to me at exactly the right time. It's like everything about health that we need to know. We're going to dig into all of this, but it's right there. And it's just like a companion guide that I'm going to keep with me for as long as I I can see in the future. It's just, it's such a great all in one. (laughs) book and I want to start our conversation by talking about the opening of the book so you like so many of us have at one point in our lives though maybe not to your extreme but you experienced what you described as a health mystery and that's underselling it because it was a real a real issue for you for a long time and you you write of this experience deep down, I suspected that something was seriously wrong with me on a physiological level. So can you tell our listeners about that experience on a high level and how it prompted you to focus on wellness so much?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, So before I started Love Wellness, um, I was creating content still, I was mostly in the food space. And I was at an interesting intersection in my life where a very meaningful romantic relationship, the guy that I you know, thought was going to be the one, it was like coming to an end really abruptly. And I was also in talks with Food Network to have a cooking food show. Mm-hmm. And I had gone to culinary school and I had been you know, prepping for a really long time and creating a lot of content. And, you know, things started to kind of fall apart for me, but it was sort of at the same time that I started to experience kind of overwhelming depression and anxiety for the first time. And, you know, I think everyone in my family is a little bit sort of like predisposed to anxiety, just generalized anxiety. Same here. Um, you know, I've always been, worried when my mom would leave the house when I was little, like, Oh my God, she's going to get in a car accident. And she's five minutes later than you think you start calling her frantically. So I, I knew that I was always a little bit predisposed to anxiety, but when I started to feel really uncomfortable, it was incredibly physical. For Mm -hmm. me. And so I had experienced a little bit of, you know, racing thoughts before, or, you know, a little depression for a week or two here and there. But this felt like, and I I may have described it this way in the book, I I don't remember, as like water, like rising to the top of a glass and then starting to spill over, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know how you should feel in your body every day. Mm -hmm. And when your body starts. Humming and racing out of control from like adrenaline, cortisol, uncomfortable feelings. Like you've had 19
0: (laughs) cappuccinos. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And it's
1: paired with like extreme irritability and depression. I just thought, my goodness, this is, this is either the, this is either what a quarter-life crisis is or this is a quarter-life crisis paired with something physiological that I haven't been able to identify yet. And I just had this like gut feeling that it was more than just what was happening around me emotionally. And it was because I was so physically uncomfortable for so long, for so many months going on years, I would wake up and the moment I would wake up, my adrenaline would start pumping through my body. It was like, a, it was like, I was having kind of a constant panic attack. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was like, I, I had gone to the doctor a couple of times, you know, been put on antidepressants, different SSRIs and things like that. And, and they weren't really helping me to the degree that I expected them to. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I have to keep looking because I just know in my bones that there is more to this story than just this quarter life crisis,
0: right? (laughs) Sure. Yeah. And I want to park there for a second. I want to talk about that because during your journey to figure out what was going on with you, you again, like so many of us do encounter doctors who did not listen to you. I've had doctors like that too, where I'm like, look, you, like, you don't understand That's you're, you're not, I, I don't feel heard. I don't feel listened to by, by them. And ultimately you had, you kind of had to DIY yourself back to health to finally feel like yourself again. So I, I just, you know, I, I know that we have so much more to talk about, but I don't want to miss this because I've never talked about this on the show. And, and it, and it's true. You talk about this in the book. How is the modern medicine concept, concept of what you write in the book about convenience care, Hurting, mm-hmm. our, hurting our chances at optimum wellness?
1: I think, listen, I, I do write about convenience care in the book and I sort of have mixed emotions about it, right? Because for some things, you know, it's easy to call up the doctor and say, definitely no, you know, this is what's going on. But on the other side of it, you know, I think it's so easy to get prescription medication, Mm -hmm. um, without, you know, real diagnosing without real testing that ultimately that has the potential to like challenge your health longer term. But I think for me, you know, when I was going through the experience of identifying ultimately what was my sort of like root cause and that was vitamin deficiencies caused by gut dysbiosis. Like my Uh gut was like all out of whack and it was causing me to have Absorption issues. And so my vitamin deficiencies were creating these like wild neurological symptoms Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the anxiety and Mm -hmm. the depression, Mm -hmm. and also causing me to have all these vaginal infections. Mm -hmm. And it was like for me, you know, I kept going to the doctor over and over again, and the doctors were just saying, You're just stressed. It's just in your head. You just need to eat healthier. You need to exercise more. And I really had to be my own advocate. It took me 18 months from when I started to feel sick to get even that first lab result of you have very severe vitamin deficiencies, which is one of the easiest blood tests you can request to doctors. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like, why did it take so long to get to that point? And that is one of the main reasons why I started my company and wrote this book is because nobody should have to go through 18 months of self-advocacy to get a
0: vitamin deficiency
1: diagnosis.
0: No, that is absolutely crazy. And I also have a vitamin deficiency. I'm vitamin D deficient as well. I know you are too. And that's, I mean, that's just, and I'm so thankful that out of all of that stress came love wellness in 2016, your company, and you write my message that we don't have to suffer in silence and shame resonated. And yes, it, it resonated with me and so many, and that message permeates throughout this book as well. And it, and as I said, it certainly resonated with me. You ask such a key question in the early pages of the book, how do I love myself well. And one of those key points that answer that question is to listen to our bodies because a doctor can sit there and say this and say that, but only we are inside of our body. And, you know, other than reading the book to find out the longer answer, which everyone should do on a high level, how do we listen to our bodies?
1: You know, I think for me, when, when I go back to what we're calling my health mystery, it's like, you know, innately when something is wrong, right yes. it's yes. called a gut feeling for a reason
0: <laughs> yeah and i've never actually thought about it like that but you're absolutely right
1: because your your brain and your body and your cells and your bacteria they know something that you don't but they are sending signals mm-hmm. right they're constantly sending signals and even if your brain can't decipher it in the way that you know you have a conversation with another person I mean, like your body knows if something is wrong. And so it is going to consistently tell you that over and over again. Um, and so I think for me, loving myself well, um, above all is about listening to my body and going to the tools that I have in my toolbox now mm-hmm. to try to just be okay every single day you know what yeah, I mean but absolutely. also but also knowing that it's okay to not be okay every single day yeah and that having a bad day is all right and that if you can try to make peace with that like chances are the bad day is gonna go by a lot faster
0: than if you just absolutely <laughs> sit and worry about it <laughs> Well the great thing is now you've taken all the tools in your toolbox and you've put it into this 250 page book that we can all use as a tool in our arsenal and in our toolbox. And so thank you for that. And you also taught me in the book, I guess I knew this probably logically, but I honestly don't spend a lot of time thinking about my wellness until recently, until I've started my own health journey. But the book really drives home the point that Quote, as you say, quote unquote, it's all connected. And you specifically point to the gut, brain, vagina axis. So I'd love, again, on a high level, for you to explain what this axis is and how it all works together.
1: Absolutely. So, one of the reasons that I'm so excited that the book is coming out is that this is the first book about what we call the GBV axis. Mm-hmm. There's been lots of research and writing on the gut brain axis. Um, But this is the first book that really ties together the gut brain vagina connection. All three are connected. And so I'm hoping that for women everywhere, it becomes a go-to health guide because vaginal health is a women's health issue, but gut health is also a women's health issue. And our brain health and neurological health is also a women's health issue. And so I'm trying to communicate that total body wellness is something that all women should be concerned about, right? Like you Mm -hmm. shouldn't be picking and choosing based on like a symptom here or there. Um, We really believe at Love Wellness that everything is connected and that's proven through, um, you know, all of the scientific research that's in the book. So we were chatting before we got on and before we started recording that, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of this research has been out there, you know, in different papers and things for a long time, but nobody has gone about connecting all of the information together. And so the book for the first time communicates that the gut, brain, vagina are connected via the immune system, the endocrine system, and the nervous system. And like the science is all there. It's in the book for you to read. um, And it's fast fascinating, but basically like at its core, our gut is really kind of the home of our immune system. Right. And if you have gut dysbiosis, because you're eating inflammatory foods, or you're taking too many antibiotics, or, you know, we live in 2022, 2023, and there's tons of stuff that we come into contact with every single day that, um, can kill off good gut bacteria, right? But yeah. the gut bacteria, it turns out, plays such a critical role across many parts of the body. So having a nice gut lining and a healthy gut um, ensures that your serotonin and your happy hormones are being produced. And Like 90% of your happy hormones are produced in your gut. And if wow. your gut is in bad shape, then like the gut-brain connection, you're going to start to have neurological problems, right? Um, the bacteria in the gut communicate to the bacteria in the vagina. Um, it is called quorum sensing. It is a fascinating topic. And if the gut bacteria are in bad shape, then the matching bacteria in the vaginal microbiome are going to get the message, oh, we should also be in bad shape. Mm-hmm. And the vaginal bacteria create your acidic vaginal pH, which protects you from infection and irritation. So if your vaginal microbiome goes down, you're going to get yeast infections. You're going to get BV, you're going to get UTIs. Mm -hmm. And so the book really for the first time Really communicates how the gut is connected to the brain, how it's connected to the vagina, and how the brain and vagina are also connected. Think about the vagus nerve. Think about when you have sex. The brain yeah. is the most powerful organ 100%. when it comes to women's sexual health, right? Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's, A lot of fascinating things going on in our bodies that have been discussed a little bit here and there, but this book for the first time really lays it out in a very clear, straightforward way and also gives you a five-week plan um, to heal your gut and Mm -hmm. by way of healing your gut, heal your brain and your vaginal health as well. So well,
0: I am on day two of the five week plan and I can't wait to check back in five weeks and let you know, I'm, I'm already feeling good because of where I'm at before I read the book, but now I'm, I'm in it. I'm going to cook those recipes. We'll talk about all this in a minute, but um, I, it's, it's just so interesting because you're right. It's, it's all kind of been a piece here, a piece there, a piece here, a piece there. And now this book brings it all together and it makes it make sense for someone that is not a science person, me, someone that is not traditionally super health focused, me again, and it just makes it all make sense in such a relatable and understandable way. And, you know, we're trying to avoid all of the leakies here. We're trying to avoid a leaky gut, a leaky brain, a leaky vagina. So the best yes. place to start is the book taught me that before anything else, maintaining a balance, uh, you, as you just touched on, a balanced gut microbiome and supporting digestive health is of the utmost importance. A healthy gut with a thriving balanced microbiome is the key to the health of your whole body. So for those like me who prior to reading your book did not know what a microbiome is, what is a microbiome and why does it matter that it's balanced?
1: A microbiome is a collection of like the bajillions and trillions of bacteria Mm -hmm. that live in your body and regulate a lot of your bodily systems. So you can think of your gut microbiome by way of an example, because you have different microbiomes in and on your body. Your vaginal microbiome is similar to your gut microbiome, but it's not exactly the same, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it, operates a different organ. It keeps different organs safe. And it has like different purposes at the end of the day, but your, your microbiome is also when you think about bacteria and you think about your body, you have to think about the concept of self versus not self. And think of your body as like, so, so imagine like you open your mouth, right. And Mm -hmm. like a, a pipe runs through your entire body, like out your anus. Right. And everything that goes through that pipe, food, water, whatever you come into contact with is not self, but the blood, the tissue, you know, all the things that make up your body, your bones, that is self. And so your microbiome is actually not self. It's bacteria that live in your body, but I would say that it is the biggest immune organ that we have. So I know that concept is like a little bit hard to grasp, like how can something that is not self keep me healthy, but that's just how it is. So a microbiome, basically in your stomach, let's take your stomach and your vagina as examples, because I think that they're easy to understand. Um, The bacteria create a... a environment that helps to protect against pathogens, bad guys, overgrowth of fungus. So, you know, like, let's say that you eat a piece of lettuce with like a little bad bacteria on it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your gut microbiome, if it's in good shape and your st- stomach is acidic enough, like maybe healthy enough to just squash the bad bacteria and be like, you know what, we got this. It's totally fine. Or, you know, you've encountered so much icky bacteria on the lettuce that you end up getting sick. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. So having that acidic environment is one of the main roles of the microbiome in and on the body. It's to protect you from invaders, from bad guys, from bad things getting into your blood system and making you sick. And that acidic pH it specifically is responsible for that same thing in the vagina. Um, but the microbiome by it, like at large is just a huge system of bacteria that controls the creation and delivery of hormones throughout the body. Um, It functions like an immune system, like your gut microbiome, like there's all this mucus that runs through your entire body and Mm -hmm. bacteria live on the mucus. And think about like when you have a cold, right? Your nose starts running because your body starts creating more mucus. So the bacteria live on the mucus. They actually, eat mucus. They say, Hey, we're sick, make more mucus. Mm -hmm. The vagina is a really interesting example though. Um, because the vagina is selective when it comes to invaders. And, um, this, uh, actually is really, really interesting. So basically like if in the vaginal microbiome, you want it to be a pH balanced acidic, right? So that if you like, you know, get a little E. coli in there or whatever after sex, like hopefully it can be wiped out, right? And you don't get some kind of infection. Mm -hmm. So the vaginal microbiome is just like the gut microbiome. It tries to kill bad things that come into the area. And if it's healthy enough, it will successfully do that. What's interesting is that The vagina, though, recognizes sperm as not self that should not be killed. And that ultimately is how we are able to get pregnant. So different kinds of bacteria will be attacked in the vaginal
0: microbiome, but not sperm. Isn't that interesting? No, it's also interesting. And Lo, as you're talking, I'm just sitting, I love it when anyone, but especially women, find their passion work and not all of us do. And I have, and you have, and I love it. Like I literally could listen to you talk about wellness forever because you're so passionate about it. And the good thing is, is that all of this passion that my listeners are hearing right now bleeds over into this book. And it's just, it's filled with passion. This is your life's work. And I love seeing women thriving in their life's work and it just it's just uh, you're giddy about wellness and it just makes me want to be giddy about wellness which I've never said in my entire life and and um we're throwing the word vagina around as we should because it's just another body part and it's got so much stigma still attached to it though and i i want to ask you why in 22 and basically 2023 are we still so scared as women or as society really to talk about our vaginas why is that so intimidating it is a it is a body part, just like any other, and it is important and it's worthy to be discussed in an open forum like this. Of course. I mean, I think that anything that is
1: quote unquote embarrassing, whether it's digestive issues or dandruff or vaginal health or erectile dysfunction. These are all hidden things, right? They're like private parts. And we were taught since we were little that like, you know, private parts remain private. This is something Mm -hmm. that, you know, we are taught Mm -hmm. since we are really, really little, but Mm -hmm. I think that there has been a revolution when it comes to both men and, and women's health in the past uh you know 5 plus years when it comes to consumer products and brands are actually doing a lot of the work of removing stigmas at this point um and when you have a conversation for long enough eventually people catch on to that conversation right mm-hmm. so like i started talking about this on my social channels back in 2016 when i launched the company and you can go back and look at the press that came out in 2016 about love wellness And it was all like, wink, wink, Lo Bosworth is making vagina products. (laughs) And everyone was kind of (laughs) laughing at me behind my back. (laughs) And now look Um, at you talking and thriving. It's totally different. And people are like, how did you do that? And I'm like, well, I've been having this conversation for seven years. every day for seven years. And if you talk about something enough and you frame it through the lens of education and improving how you feel every single day, eventually you can change hearts and minds, right? So Mm -hmm. my goal with Love Wellness is not to make every person on earth comfortable talking about their vaginas just with anybody, right? That's not the goal. The goal with the brand and with the products and with the book is to feel comfortable enough to actually... Take initiative to solve your problems and take care of your health, to make a doctor's appointment, to be your own advocate, right? Advocacy Mm -hmm. is a huge part of what we do. And by sharing information and education, we are able to empower women. Part of the problem is that these conversations just have never really been had, but- once you hear about it, your ears perk up. You're like, wait, what? You're interested in it, right? And yeah. so all we have to do is have the conversation and eventually that leads to somebody taking steps forward for themselves. We see that all the time in our customer reviews. Like, oh my gosh, I suffered with this problem for four years. I found your brand after I read this article or I heard this podcast and you know, my problems are solved now. Like, We love hearing that. But I mean, if you go to... I think the second chapter, wait, where is it? Chapter one, empowered self-advocacy. Yeah. Like women's health has just never been at the forefront of conversations. And we'll read something to you from the book that you have read, but I'm going to read it out loud again. Do it. The The word hysteria, is defined yes. as an over the top display of emotion oh, yes. by an unhinged individual or a crazed group of people in a mass hysteria situation. The etymological roots of the word come from hystera, Greek for uterus. Yes. And. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We go on to say, you might think this is an absurd footnote in medical history from a bygone era, but sadly, no. Female hysteria was included in the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the official guide used by psychiatrists in the United States until Mm -hmm. 1980. That's that's like the decade you were born. That's I was born in 1986. So maybe that's why we're actually afraid to talk about our
0: vaginas because we don't want to be sent to the loony bin for like having a little
1: anxiety.
0: Yes. (laughs) And, And so every time we talk about our vaginas, we are taking our power back as women. Seriously, because women's health has been so... Underspoken about, and we have suffered in silence, as you said before, for too long. And it's and it needs it needs to, and now now you've got me on this bandwagon with you, and I'm passionate. I'm like, yes, tell them what hysteria yes. really <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about that. But um <laughs> I, I adore you. But we so through this book, and it's it's you've got the five-week love wellness plan, which we mentioned before. It's basically yes. a roadmap of how to get us to where we want to go. So we've got delicious recipes in here that I can't wait to try out. We've got we're we're in an effort to achieve homeostasis, which is whole body balance. So I assume there's no way that you're not at homeostasis. I am not quite there. I'm getting there more and more every day. And like I said, I'm on day two of my five week love wellness plan. So within, you know, by 2023, I should hopefully be there very close to it. So how does homeostasis feel? Is it, is it worth the work? Oh my God. I feel better than I have in
1: years. And, you know, when I was really anxious and really depressed, my big concern was, this is my new normal. This is who I am for the rest of my life. And is this life worth living truly? Because when you feel sad and upset and uncomfortable every single day in your body, something has to give. Right. And it was for me, I mean, it was a huge, long, incredible journey. And um, I had to completely change my lifestyle and do trial and error. However, I can say that achieving homeostasis is actually not as hard as we think. And to me, it's really about battling the elements of being a human in modern times, because a lot of what is making us unwell is food. And it's also the toxins and the products that we use Um, obviously it's like lots of environmental factors, but we were basically like the antibiotic generation, right? Like every time you had a little earache, it was like, Oh, antibiotics and antibiotics, like wipe out all your good bacteria. They wipe out the bad bacteria, right? So you can get over your sickness, whatever it is, but they wipe out your good bacteria too. And, you know, Combine that with a lifetime of using toxic products in and on your body and eating food filled with preservatives of course your body is not going to be happy. And of course you're not going to be functioning optimally. And so I'm a very, very firm believer in, um, what is basically introduced in the plan, which is a easy version of an elimination diet, not Mm -hmm. so that you forever don't eat, you know, Dairy or, you know, beans or whatever, but so that you can identify what your body's food triggers are because everybody has some kind of food that is inflammatory for them. Yep. Almost for everybody, gluten is a problem and yep. gluten creates leaky gut. Like it's scientifically proven, <laughs> it creates, you know, little holes in your gut lining that allow bad things to get into your blood that can go up to the brain, you know, possibly get through the blood brain barrier and just generally make you sick. So like inflammatory foods, whether it's preservatives, sugar or something that you have some kind of allergy to is like, to me, one of the biggest things that we are trying to solve in the plan and identify. And so in the plan, we ask you to cut back on gluten, on sugar, on not all dairy, but some dairy on alcohol for a number of weeks, not only so that you can try to heal your gut and by way of that, your brain and your vagina, but so that when you do get to the part of the plan where you test inflammatory foods, you reintroduce them into the system, you can actually experience some kind of allergic reaction to the things that you have a problem with. Because let's say that you have a sensitivity to dairy, but you have eaten dairy every single day, your whole life, your reaction to it on a day-to-day level is going to be small because your body has gotten used to it. But if you Mm -hmm. cut it out for five weeks and then you have dairy, you Mm -hmm. bet your bottom, your reaction is going to be significant, significant, significant enough that you notice it. And then you can say, Oh my God, I have a problem with dairy and I probably shouldn't eat dairy because chances are very likely that it's making me sick throughout my body in ways that I don't even see or understand. Right. And so it's really about identifying these like problematic foods through a simple elimination diet that does not last forever. And then the other part of it really is about mindful movement. It's about improving the vagus nerve, working on the vagus nerve, which is as easy as like singing (laughs) or taking a cold shower. And then the third part of the plan is about removing toxins from your house. Really, it's about like cleaning out your kitchen and your bathroom. There's a really interesting section of the book. I'm looking for the page because I don't know what it is, but there's a section of the book that specifically talks about personal care products and the types of ingredients that you do not want in your personal care products. Oh, here we are. Okay. Things not to put in the vagina. (laughs) Page 36 and 37 surfactants, parabens, fragrances, all of these things raise your vulva, sorry, all of these things disrupt the microbiome. And basically the reason is because your microbiome in the vagina is like this sensitive, like little land of bacteria and all of those things kill good bacteria. And so many personal care products have those ingredients in them. And so you know, eliminating toxins like this is a part of the plan. And then basic supplements is, is really the last part, right? It's like, take a great multivitamin, take a great fiber supplement, take probiotics to help build up and support that microbiome every single day, because like, you might still have a martini.
0: So like, let's like have a backup plan. <laughs> right. And, um, as you know, especially I'm thinking, sitting here thinking, especially as we approach 2023, I think a lot of my listeners will have wellness on their minds. Everyone tends to around the new year. I appreciate that you break this process down into really the easiest and most digestible, honestly, no pun intended way, way to grasp. And as I said before, health and wellness has been a journey for me. This is the most understandable book about wellness I've ever read. And I've read a lot of books about wellness and it's, it's approachable. It's applicable. So thank you so much for that. That is
1: maybe the nicest thing that anybody has ever said to me. <laughs> oh
0: gosh. Lo, well, I hope that's not true, but you're welcome. <laughs> but, um, I, I, oh I, I can talk to you forever, but I, my last question for you is, and by the way, I just always knew that we would hit it off and be friends. And I'm just glad to know that i was always right as far back as 2004 or whenever it was. <laughs> but my last question for you is what do you ultimately hope readers get from the book? Cause there is a lot to be obtained from this book. But at the end of the day, what do you ultimately hope readers get from Love Yourself Well? So
1: you're right. There's a lot of information in the book. It's dense, but I think it's really important information. It's information that we should have learned about our bodies in high school biology, right? Yes, And so, so I think my ultimate goal or takeaway that I want for people is to just have that confidence in their understanding of how some of their most critical body parts work, right? Your gut, brain, vagina, completely dominate your everyday life. If something is off in one, you're gonna feel it, you're gonna notice it, you're not gonna be having a good day. And this book provides you with a basic science and understanding to figure out why and then also how to solve that problem. And I just don't think that something as simple and digestible as this has been available for women. And so yeah. ultimately, I'm hoping that people can achieve total body bliss and when they have a problem in the future, if they have the plan, they can come back, they can make tweaks and they can manage it on their own, right? It's about being your own advocate. It's about knowing what's wrong with your body and feeling comfortable enough in, in what you know, to be true.
0: Because when we are well, when we're in homeostasis, we can be our best selves and be the best for those that we love and the world around us and the work that we do. So this is truly a game-changing book. I will keep it on my coffee table or somewhere close to me for a very long time. The book is Love Yourself Well, an empowering wellness guide to supporting your gut, brain, and vagina. It's out December 27th. Lo, I am beyond honored to have you here with me today. Thank you so much for chatting with me about some really important topics. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Lo, for that wonderful conversation. It is one I will always remember and always cherish. Just so raw and real and authentic, truthful, and just everything I want in my conversations, be they on air or off air. Again, the book is Love Yourself Well, an empowering wellness guide to supporting your gut, brain, and vagina. It is out December 27th and is really the perfect gift to give to yourself or someone you love as we go into 2023 and beyond. Listeners, we'll be back before the end of the year with a great conversation with one of my dearest friends about some of the best books of 2022, and we will kick off the new year with just an incredible slate of guests, celebrities, experts, just a slew of conversations you won't want to miss. Trust me on that one. I hope this episode is finding you having a great holiday season, and we will check back in by the end of the week with more. Stay tuned.